Hello and welcome to All Villa No Villa, a podcast all about the world's greatest football team, Aston Villa. Well, we did call it Brentford's Ivan Tony got off the mark in the Premier League, but our Argentinian magician, Emmy Buendia, popped up like a rabbit out of a hat to rescue a one-all draw. We'll talk about that in a moment, of course. And later, we'll see the return of something spicier than simply all of the Spice Girls combined. It's the spicy question. As ever, I'm joined on the show by the spiciest Silhillian I know. That's Frankie Maguire. Hiya, Frankie. How are things? Yeah, not too bad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be called the uh, the spice boy of uh, of Solihull. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> just just parading around Solihull in those those white suits yeah. that the Liverpool players wore in the FA Cup final. Bumping into David James and Jamie Redknapp. Like, fancy seeing you here in your white suits and sunglasses. <laughs> but I mean, for me at the moment, I'm uh, I'm currently uh, flat searching looking around for flats and i'm not thinking about all villa no filler i'm out looking for flats and uh gotta say you know we're in you know the, the housing market's in a really healthy place when i'm walking in and you see a, a shower in the the middle of a lounge um <laughs> right, okay, you, go, yeah. you know go into the kitchen pull down the dishwasher and there's the bathtub um <laughs> Some, well, some you you went to my you went to my at the flat i lived in in cardiff didn't i that was very um it was very out there wasn't it it mm. had it, it was it, the layout was bizarre. The bedrooms were like upstairs. Um, no, the bedrooms were downstairs. Sorry, <laughs> along with the um, along with that that very interesting bathroom, which had a vibrating tub. <laughs> um, it had it had a TV like facing you when you had a bath, and you yeah. to you know t- stick on the jacuzzi jets, and then it had a shower with about eight different nozzles attached to it. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> it's like that that villain from uh, the octopus guy from Spider Man with just all the nozzles on his back. But... <laughs> yeah. And if you turned it slightly too much in one direction, then one of the nozzles lower down would blast you in the nethers, <laughs> uh, like icy cold water. I mean, that would wake you up in the morning. You've, you've never you? recovered from it since. <laughs> still, you, you, you still walk around with a slight hunch, just like, oh, the pain. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a phobia of showers now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wondered I what you yeah, smelt I... when I saw you last week. I wonder <laughs> what that was. Uh... Yeah, exactly. Well, but I, t- I take it. I take it the flats you've been looking for. You haven't. Um, you haven't found uh, a flat quite like that one. Well, you? you know, you go into the bathroom, and then you hear some. You hear the clown from It shouting through the the plug. That's a very niche reference. You have to have seen yeah. the movie It to understand that. <laughs> <laughs> He's you into like the, uh, the the bathroom, wasn't it? But you, it's like, and then the estate agents like, yeah, I know we have the clown from it. Yeah, I know the bathtub's in a in a in the kitchen, but um, you know, three grand a month isn't that fair? Isn't that fair? <laughs> Knox Knox have a hundred quid a month because you get <laughs> yeah. a clown from it that's living with you. So you know, he'll provide entertainment. Oh, it, it's it's the worst. I hate the experience of looking for stuff, but you know, oh, it's it, it's it's dreadful. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure the clown from it would provide you with plenty of entertainment. As a as a as a roomie, but um, <laughs> what what I did find entertaining uh, was was the game against Brentford <laughs> this, yeah. uh, this yeah. weekend. If we move swiftly on to the uh, the, the the topic of this show, um, what did you what did you think of it? It was it was a, I thought it was a very en- very entertaining uh, entertaining game, particularly the first half. Absolutely, I agree. I think, think it yeah, I think I think it was an entertaining game. I think if you were a neutral, you'd have probably enjoyed watching it and not been able to call how it was going to go. As, as a fan, you're obviously, you get a bit more tense and a bit more like you just, you kind of want Villa to just create something in that final third, which I think we we kind of struggled to do. I thought, mm. I mean, I, in fairness to Brentford, I think they were very well set out. Um, I think they're going to be a difficult side to score many against. I say that Man City will go and beat them 7-0 next game out or something. Sure. But, you know, I 
they're a solid side. Um, it's frustrating that Ivan Tony got the early goal left alone in the area. We both called it. We both, I think we both said that Tony was going to get off the mark. What did you make of the celebration? Oh, uh, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, it's apparently his agents are Birmingham City fans. So the Z yeah. thing was it was a reference to the uh, to the, the the very family friendly group known as the Zulu Warriors. Um, yeah. I bumped into them once in Birmingham City Centre after they played a Blues game, and I had an Aston Villa badge on. And you know, like, like, I, well, I assume it was the Zulu Army. I, I don't know, but they were they were Birmingham City fans, and they were not in a good mood. Um, they'd lost yet again. And when they saw my Villa badge, I was like, I, yeah, I better run quite quickly now. Uh, <laughs> Being chased by Ivan Tony's agent. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was climbing up the side of the rotunda like Spider-Man. I was at like, but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, uh, I thought, I, I thought Villa ultimately, I, I did think we were the better side. Um, maybe Brentford fans might argue with that. I thought we looked a little more threatening. I thought it was a great goal for Buendia. I'm really happy yeah. with him. I have no idea, or for, for him, sorry, I have no idea what the Brentford defence was doing for that Bizarre, goal. wasn't it? So much space. It was <laughs> he so sort of did a, a Cruyff turn outside <laughs> the area and they sort of ran away from him. It was, yeah. it was very odd. Absolutely bizarre defending, but uh, and great work from Danny Ings. Uh, yeah. Good interchange with uh, El Ghazi. Uh, it, it's, it's frustrating that um, we weren't able to create a winner really I mean it really shows the importance of Ollie Watkins when he came on uh, I thought he looked dangerous he had two chances yeah. he's going to be such a crucial player for us this season um, Carney Chukwameka congratulations on the big full debut in the Premier League uh, or starting debut I guess um, you know he, he looked 17 years old uh, yeah. comfortable comfortable yeah. in the Premier League absolutely yeah. still a lot to learn um, but the pro- the main problem for Villa at the moment is we've just ha- not really had a break with the number of injuries, mm. COVID disruption, s- new signings coming in late. It, there's so much happening in the last well, few we've weeks. Well, we've, we've got we've got more disruption uh, coming against Chelsea, which we'll obviously talk about later on in the program. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, you're, you're you're right. It's been absolutely ridiculous at the start of the season we've had in terms of that that player disruption. Just at a time when we really want to kind of bed in. Uh, yeah. all the kind of new signings that we've brought to the club. So that, that was really frustrating. So, I mean, what what was your reaction when you you saw the lineup? I mean, obviously, as you say, it's great to see Chukwa make, make his first start, but, um, you know, if McGinn was available, then then he probably wouldn't have done, would he? So, yeah, what, what did you what did you think of that lineup? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I was, I was excited for Chukwa Meka because I really believe in him. Like, I think yeah. he's somebody who's just destined to do really well in football. Um, and it's just amazing for Aston Villa to, be, to say we've just had a 17-year-old start in centre midfield for us. You know, it's a, it's a great, I think it's a great thing. Um, you know, it's, it's a big learning curve for him. He's obviously, you know, going to take a season or two to get up to, you know, consistency and get better as a player, but he's got it all there. Ashley Young in midfield, um, I thought he did really well. It, I think it shows his kind of versatility. Mm. I think he's proving to be a really canny signing for us already. Yeah. And I thought Al Ghazi had a, a decent game as well. A couple of occasions he looked very dangerous. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's just frustrating that, you know, like Ming's getting a rib injury. And then you've got, although Twan Zabi did well when he came in, uh, then you've got um, McGinn out, it, Jacob Ramsey out after such a good showing against Newcastle. Bailey's still injured. Tricky Triore's still out. Concert took a bit of a knock as well at the end of end of the Brentford game, didn't he? So yeah, I mean, that's a worrying one as well. Yeah, well, he's got he's got two weeks obviously before the Chelsea game, so hopefully he can uh, he can recover in time for that one. But yeah, again, another another worry, another injury worry, isn't it? So yeah. yeah. So I think the main the main thing we've we've been saying 
since the start of the season really is we're just gonna have to be patient mm. it's gonna take a while for Villa to really get up get going and to be honest you know coming away with four points from Newcastle and Brentford um it's great we got a win considering mm. the disruption we've had yeah um it would have been great to beat Brentford they're nearly promoted that's get their games we should aim to win yeah but I think I can understand you know that or I think we should give you know, some leeway here that we were so disrupted having to make last minute changes and a 17 year old making his full debut in centre mid. It's, it's, there's a lot that we're battling with here. So um, I just think we've got to be a bit patient. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to use the term transitional season, um, but it does, it does feel like we are, you know, with Grealish going and, and us bringing in so many players, um, <clears throat> we are a side in, in flux at the moment. Not, not, not in a bad way uh, at all. I, I just think, um, I just think the players need to get to know each other. They need to kind of get on each other's wavelengths, which, you know, when you do have, you know, COVID disrupting the squad, injuries disrupting the squad, international breaks coming very early in the season, all of that is going to play a part in um, in in continuing the disruption for longer. And, and the fact that, you know, we've won one, lost one, drawn one, is probably an indication of how the rest of the season are going to go. It's going to have that, that element of inconsistency. It, it might be difficult to get into a, a consistent run of winning games this season and, and I, I think we might just have to accept that as fans um that we might not see the best of this squad until perhaps next next season um, well even i'd say like particularly earlier on i mean you never know it could come or all come together around october november time but I th- as you yeah. say i think it's just patience and um you know i think one positive is that you know if we'd had this range of injuries or covid disruption this time last year or the season before we're struggling, aren't we? Yeah, we just don't yeah, have, absolutely. I think it shows our squad depth is um, is getting better. Uh, so we we have a deeper squad now um, to cope with like potential crises. Um, so that's one positive. Um, it's just been nice. Um, I'm just excited for the day when we can finally see our best first eleven line up and see exactly what Dean Smith plans when he, you know, Watkins and Ings are both there and Leon Bailey and Tricky Triore and all that. I mean, I noticed, you know, we we we've had some interaction on our um, on our Twitter page, and obviously, if you if you don't follow us, uh, please do on Twitter, and please do keep uh, keep your interactions coming. We love to we love to hear from fans and get different perspectives. But uh, one person did comment uh, on a tweet where you said you mentioned that exact point, and mm. uh, and they said that um, you know to 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 not beat Brentford at home with the squad that we've got, you know, a newly promoted side that that Brentford are is. Um, you know, it's 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 a failing of Smith's tactics. Would you would you agree with that in any way? Do you think do you think Smith got his selection wrong? I know we obviously had that disruption before the game anyway, but do you think do you think it was it was a disappointing result given who we were playing against at home? It was a, it was disappointing in that I think in the final third I didn't ever really think we looked too threatening. I thought we had a lot of I thought felt like we had a lot of the ball, even though Brentford had more possession. It was just it was a it was a cagey game where it felt like both sides cancelled each other out a little bit. But you know, did, would you criticise Dean Smith? I, I I just think on this particular occasion, I think it'd be a little unfair to do so. Mm. I think with his he's essentially got his hands tied so much. What I mean, what more can he do? Really, he's got he's got the squad he's got, and he's got the injuries and the the illness he's dealing with. Um, a couple of you know talismanic players like Mings and McGinn being out. I don't yeah. think there's any team in the Premier League is really going to cope too well with two of their main players being out. Yeah, well, yeah, club captain and 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 you know McGinn, who's 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 who started the season so well for us. You know, got a goal against Watford. Watford was arguably our best player against Newcastle. Hmm. Um, and then yeah, to be ruled out um, 
again. It's um, yeah, they're two two massive losses, weren't they? Really? Yeah, I, I think it was it was great to see Watkins back just and just that last sort of ten fifteen minutes he was on. It's a shame Cameron Archer couldn't get on as well actually after his hat trick and he was due to and then can't mm. the injury. But Watkins, I think I definitely he definitely looked a threat, didn't he? Um, yeah, he's he really is an excellent player now. I think and uh, I think he's gonna he might just end up having to be our main man this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think as you say, um, it would have been great to see Archer. I mean, that's probably the reason why. Um, I mean, Archer's performance against Barrow in the League Cup was probably the reason why Wesley's gone back on out on loan to to Bruges. And we, 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 you know, we wish him all the well, uh, you know, all the wish him well and all the success back in Belgium. Um, you know, he's had a horrible run of things for the past couple of years or so. But yeah, great to see Archer on the on the bench. But but as you say, you know, we've. Um, we, we do look like a, a squad now, which is much stronger all round, um, both with the signings that we've brought in, uh, but also the youth the youth players. Obviously, we, we yeah. talked about it before. The, the fact that we have players like Chuck Maker and, and Archer and um, players like that, that that can come into the first team squad. And yeah. they've been training with the first team uh, squad for for a while. You know, behind the scenes, they've been they've been working with them um, mm. just for for this. You know, these these very matches to get them to get them up to scratch. Um, with the with the with the first team and get them involved so that's that's really good to see isn't it and that's that's exactly yeah. what you want you want a combination of youth players experience experienced pros working with them um and that just that you know obviously that is going to bode well going uh, going into the future and a couple of those young players have, have already started doing well on loan um i think kane kessler hayden swindon fans that we've been interacting with on twitter are telling us you know such good things about him um, they really like him. And then Arjun Reiki, I think, made his debut, debut for Stockport. A, yeah, had a brilliant debut. And um, he's a player that I just absolutely love, like the way he plays. I love his style. I think he has so much potential. I really hope he can make it in the Prem because mm. it, it feels to me like if he can fulfill the potential I, I think he has, um, he might actually be that kind of midfielder we've been describing, that kind of yeah. assured presence in the middle there so exciting times for our lone players i think tyreek Wright as well got another got a goal as well at salford so um yeah it's it's it, it it we all want it now but we might just have to be kind of patient with where villa are just at this moment in time yeah and i think the result against brentford kind of highlights that it's just yeah patience patience is, is the key and i think you know we'll, we'll come through it all and be and be all the better for it and give give it three weeks, <laughs> three straight losses, five <laughs> each. We're all there. We've got to be patient. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtags, get him out of my club, the banners. He's yeah. No, I'll, ne- I'll never do that to Dean Smith. Not after what he's done for Villa. Uh, but yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, just, just patience will be a virtue, I think. All Villa, no filler. On Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Welcome back, everybody. Now it is time for this. This is a new section where I ask George a spicy question. It's here where we get the creative juices flowing. And today I'm asking you, Georgios, with three games into the season, who do you think has been our most impressive new signing so far? Ooh, okay. Yeah. 
That is a, that certainly is a spicy question. I'd have it maybe on the sort of moderate spectrum of, of yeah. spice. Uh, you know, you've got that kind of list at Nando. God, we really <laughs> Nando's way too much on this show. They, they need to give us <laughs> sponsorship. Yeah, no, we listen. <laughs> How many times have we mentioned that place? Uh, it's incredible, isn't it? But I was just thinking of, you know, the, you know they've got that, uh, that colour-coded chilli pepper where you're looking at kind of the spice levels. This is probably on the moderate end because I, I think really there is there is only one man that's that's come straight to my mind who's who's bedded in um, the best so far. And to be honest, it's the man that I expected uh, would do. Uh, and that man is Danny Ings, you know, coming in, scoring two goals in two games for us, getting the assist uh, for Wendy against Brentford. He looks, I mean, he's always been a, a, a great Premier League striker. Um, he just, he just, yeah, he's just come in. And as I, as I, you know, as I expected, he's, he doesn't, he doesn't need any extra training or anything. He's just, literally, you stick him into a Premier League team and he will score Premier League goals uh, and, and be an absolute menace that end of the pitch. And, and so far he's proven to be, I think he's been, absolutely brilliant and and i really hope that now ollie watkins is is back he's over his um you know early injury issues um you know those two can can actually forge quite a fearsome partnership either you know watkins coming in off the left or, or work, working in tandem with ings up front i think that could be a really a really strong um partnership so i'm really excited to see how they get on but yeah i think as, as you mentioned before ashley young He's come back, returned home, and and has been a really, a really steadying presence in the team. I think we've mentioned the kids having someone who's been there, done that, got the t-shirt, won all the you know titles, trophies under the sun, um, played with some unbelievable players both in in England and in Italy as well. Obviously with Inter, um, he's he's a, a, a I think he's been a really really good addition, really great addition to the squad. Wendia, um, you know, started off quite slowly. Uh, I think fair to say against Watford grew into it against Newcastle and then again against um uh, against uh, Brentford to get that goal and and it was a lovely finish and I, I know we talk about the 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 suspect Brentford defense but what a goal that was you know just to pick, goal, yeah. pick that sort of that corner out and just just guide it past what a finish that was and that'll do him the world of good obviously so I'm excited about him um moving forward um so yeah I think I think you know Transabi again to to see him return and 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 put in a shift against Brentford. I thought he did well. Um, it was you know obviously good to see him get minutes, and it'd be interesting as well going forward how Smith sees the central defensive partnership um, lining up. You know if Conser's injury is more significant than we all you know hope it isn't, um, then you know Transabi could could make a make a make a case to be our, our starting centre back going forward. But yeah, for me it's. It's got to be. It's got to be Danny Ings, surely. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really fair argument. Um, something I realised is uh, all of our goals from open play this season have all been goal of the season content or goal of the month contenders at least. Yeah, like, McGinn's goal against Watford was Brilliant fantastic. Goal, yeah. Great goal from Brendier, and then the overhead kick from Danny Ings. I mean, yeah, what a way to announce yourself at Villa Park, scoring your yeah. debut as well. It was a penalty, um, and then get you know uh, get an assist uh, against. Brentford, um, I don't think we can argue with that really. He's, he's or he's proven his worth so far. Um, I dare say if we hadn't signed him, would would we have beaten Newcastle? Um, I'm not sure we would have, to be honest. Again, again, he's 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 another experienced pro that you know, if you are a Chukwemeka or yeah, Philogene Bades, then then you know, you're looking ahead and you're seeing Danny Ings there, who's who's you know, got a great reputation. Yeah, but yeah again, another player like Ashley Young, who's who's played for some 
you know, big clubs like Liverpool. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, it just gives you confidence, doesn't it? So, so it's, it's great that he's come in and, and, um, and, and got off to a flyer. And, and, you know, there were some fans who were questioning the signing in terms of his age and, and, and the, mm. the, the, the price we were paying, but, you know, that's, that's what you pay to get someone who's guaranteed to score Premier League goals for you. And, yeah. and, and that's exactly what's happening. So, um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's great to see, great to see him start off uh, with the flyer really. And I look forward to seeing what kind of a relationship he forms with uh, Ollie Watkins. What, what are we going to yeah. call it? Watkins or wings? I think we went with wings, didn't we? That was the, wings. That's what we've decided. Yeah. yeah. Paul and, McCartney uh, song for it or something. Got, <laughs> got to rewrite. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Simply having a wonderful f- football time. <laughs> Does that work? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I think I think as far as as, as off the cuff uh, little quips go, Frankie, I think that will that will work nicely. Yeah, Let's yeah. That. I think if I tried to sing it in the whole ten, the amount of booze that would rain down upon me, <laughs> like I'd be as, looking as well as cabbages. <laughs> yeah, that guy's got his cabbage just stored away, ready for safekeeping <laughs> when the right moment arrives and hits me in the back of the head. And all the Villa, the Villa players looking around. What, why is the whole and booing so loudly? I've never heard anything like it. Watch me being carried out by security. <laughs> um, the St John's ambulance. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, they're, they're two quite contrasting players. Watkins is all action, and Ings to me seems like somebody you, you don't see a lot in games sometimes. But his hold up play is very good. Uh, and he's the kind of guy you might not see for a while, but then 85th minute goal. There yeah, you go. Yeah. So I, I look forward to seeing how that how that comes together. And Leon Bailey had one really good game when he came on against Watford, got an assist. Um, I'm just excited to see what he does as well. You know, at some point we're going to have a really good first eleven out there in uh, and um, Buendia as well. Like. Watched him against Watford and he struggled, I think, in that sort of number 10 role. But uh, against Newcastle, he was a little further back on the right side of the pitch. And you could see he tries to make progressive football happen from quite deep in the pitch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good, very good footballer. Um, yeah. And I think he has the potential to be a bit of a talisman for us. It's it's a horrible cliche, but he's got a very good football brain. As yeah. in he, he just... I can totally see him forging a career with us from a kind of a deeper position, almost like a deep lying playmaker where he can just, he's got the vision to pick out passes. He knows where players are going to be and he's got the stamina and energy to kind of like get up the pitch and contribute to, to goals as well as kind of like just working hard. So um, yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited by him. I think, I think he's got a great future for us ahead of us. But also I think Ashley Young definitely deserves a huge bit of credit, you know, coming in there and, fitting in at left back like poor old Matty Target going into that game he had a disruptive preseason as well so probably mm-hmm. not quite up to speed um just struggled with Ishmael Asar but Young did brilliantly there against him going into centre mid did really well uh against Brent or did, did a good job against Brentford and then against Newcastle again he was left back so just a player who I think in a variety of formations can play in, in very a wide number of roles and to have that experience around is a really good thing I think for Villa so um, you know, I I'd be tempted to go with Asher Young, um, but I think it's got to be Ings, isn't it? Yeah, got to be Ings. We finally agree on something <laughs> after all this time. It's taken nearly a decade of friendship. Finally, <laughs> a de- decade of friendship. Do you remember when we fell out really badly over Football Manager? I do. Yeah, when we yeah, co-managed, co-managed Hull co-managed City Hull. together. We did. Well, you could, yeah, I had you. <laughs> I employed you as almost a director of football. <laughs> 
and you were recommending signings, and I was bringing them in, and they were absolutely terrible. I think we, I think what our one good signing was Thorgan Hazard, like about yes. five or six years ago. Yeah, we so were, we were we ahead of our time. Yeah, we were like the sure. Johan Langer, just a picture then, of us two grinning away. We signed him. <laughs> Who else did we sign for that team? Oh, I think we signed. Um, we signed. I remember. Oh, Didn't I tell you? I was like, look, I'm telling you, he's got a little bit left in the tank. Emmanuel Abue has got a bit more <laughs> left in that tank. That's it, uh, yeah. And then Pablo Aymar as well, like age about 39 <laughs> at the time. You basically <laughs> turned me into Sam Allardyce. I was like, put him on a five-year contract, give him 80 grand a week, which this this should he'll, he'll do a, he'll do the business for us. And then it's uh, one of those unfortunate things where both Aymar and Abue were were offered contracts by wealthy, I think they were Turkish clubs like Fenerbahce and yeah. Besiktas. And to out and, and to make sure that we got them, we just offered them ludicrous terms <laughs> and ludicrous wages. And they came in and they completely disrupted the dressing room. And <laughs> um, and I think we got yeah, I think we, I think we finished twentieth, didn't we, in the Premier League? It was a, it was an absolute mess. So that was our spicy question for this week. And we've both determined that Danny Ings is the early frontrunner for our best signing so far. But of course, there's others who may make more of an impact as the season goes on. We'd love to hear your opinion on that. So please do get in touch on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Or you can email us at allvillanofiller at gmail.com. Let's look ahead now to Villa's next game. It's Chelsea away in two weeks after the international break. Uh, Frankie, how do you think that one's going to go? I think I might spend the next two weeks having a thousand yard stare, looking into the distance, just very worried about what's coming. Um, Yeah. I do think we're going to have a bad game, a very bad game at some point early on this season, just with everything we've just mentioned like over and over again with the disruptions and all that. And I think Chelsea away is probably... Probably a game where you'd say we might fall into a little bit of trouble. They're they're very they're an excellent side. Lukaku's a brilliant signing for them. As you mentioned earlier, uh, we're missing Emmy Martinez and Emmy Buendia now. Yeah, well, if you, if you, yeah, if you haven't heard uh, the news that sort of broke this this evening, which is the 29th of August, um, yeah, both Emmy Buendia and Martinez have been allowed to uh, leave to join the Argentina squad as they prepare for their World Cup qualifiers. That they're coming back before their third game, I think, yeah. which is a friendly. Yeah. But it does mean, due to kind of UK quarantine rules, that they do have to quarantine and then miss that Chelsea game. Um, I mean, I guess I guess you can understand the club's position that they both so you know they're, they're new to the Argentinian setup. They're both so passionate about playing football for Argentina, and who are we to kind of stop them from joining? Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. um, but yeah, it does leave us at a, at a bit of a kind of sticky wicket when it <laughs> comes to. Uh, I mean, it just it's unfortunate. It's Chelsea away. Um, yeah. You know, um, I think you know if it was, if it was an Orich or. Uh, Southampton, a team you know towards the bottom end of the table, maybe we might be okay, but you know, yeah, it's it's it it doesn't it doesn't all go well for for a trip to Stamford Bridge, does it? Having those two players out, I mean, you've got, I mean, potentially Mings and Concer as well. What's the physical condition going to be? Yeah, I mean, what I will say is, I mean, look, they're the Champions League winners. I think they and Chelsea are probably they and Man City are probably the best two teams in the league. Yeah. It's going to be a tough day out, no doubt. Um, but 
it's a big opportunity as well for some players who will be coming in who might not necessarily always start. I'd say Jacob Ramsey hopefully will be back. John McGinn will be there. Um, big day for John McGinn, I think. I think he's going to mm-hmm. be. They're going to really need him to be at his best yeah. in midfield. Uh, and then, you know, um, hopefully, you know, you never know. But Leon Bailey might be back um, if Watkins who, who, and Ings. Who who do you start in centre mid? Would you go Would you go Luis? Would you go Nakamba as someone who's going to be kind of winning the balls? And um, I think after the I think after the way Nakamba played against um, Watford, mm. uh, I'd I'd be more inclined to pick Deadly Douglas, yeah, uh, McGinn and Ramsey. Uh, that would probably be the three if they're to go with that formation. Um, I. I I think it's a big chance for for someone like Ramsey. You know, he's been coming into the first team in the last year and yeah, another big game for him. And he did really well, well against Newcastle. So, you know, it's, you know, I think if it was last year and we'd had all these injuries, I'd be really dreading it. This year, yeah. I'm like, all right, not perfect. But, you know, we've got some pl- decent players to come in now. Twanzabe is a really good player. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think it's it's a, it's a game where we can... Let's just do our, let's put up as much of a fight as we can. Let's yeah. create some opportunities because we've got two excellent strikers up there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think what, what can, Watkins, and, Watkins and Ings can give any defense in this country yeah. a game for sure. Um, you know, from, from you know, Man City down to not, you know, anyone, <laughs> Man City down to Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, they'll give they'll give any they'll give any team a, 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 a really a, any defense a, a good going. So, yeah, I. I think you just got to go into it like any game against the big sides with kind of no fear. You know, ultimately everyone doesn't, you know, no one expects you to win. Mm. So, you know, you go into it sort of with the pressure off and and, and a chance to, to test yourself against the, you know, the best players in the world, really. So, um, so mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm by no means am I optimistic that we'll get a result from the game because Chelsea are just so good and I watched the game against Liverpool yesterday and, and, and Tuchel's game management is just second to none yeah, you know, get having a player sent off with with half the game still to go and, and and still you know keeping Liverpool at bay at a sort of raucous Anfield is is you know it's no it's no mean feat so um yeah they're they're obviously a great side but we've got some you know as we talk, as we keep mentioning we've got some so many exciting young players um be great to see Ramsey come back I mean, yeah. Maker could easily start again, and you know, players like that—they don't have any fear. As it's again, it's a bit of a cliche, but they don't. So they'll be, you know, they'll be really up for it. Um, mm. So yeah, big big miss and Martinez in particular. Yeah. Then, I don't know, Martinez—he hasn't started the season slightly confidently. I mean, you know, the whole issue with the, you know, that the Brentford's disallowed goal. I mean, it should have been disallowed, obviously, but not having the awareness to see. A Brentford player was was right there when he was chucking the ball up. It's not great, and obviously he got very lucky with the Callum Wilson situation. Where... That was a dive, a dive. <laughs> he basically threw himself to the floor. <laughs> like Wilson got hit by a bus. Like. Um... <laughs> I love the I love the way like he held his hands up to deny it. It's like if I <laughs> if I if in a restaurant I just like drop a bunch of plates one day, I'm yeah. just gonna like hold my hands up, deny yeah. it, just totally just, denying just, it. It wasn't me. Just point point to me if I'm there with you. He did it. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and you know, Steer inevitably will come in. I like, you know, just he's a good keeper. He's all right, Steer, yeah. He had, he had, a, he had a, you know, I know, I know they're in League Two, but he made a really good save against Barrow at the start of the second half. And, um, you know, he's, he's someone that has done very well for us 
when he's whenever he's been called upon. So it, it's a bit. I mean, obviously, it's a massive game for him away at Chelsea. But yeah, you know, I've got I've got no issue with him coming in. It's fine. Um, no. And and you know, who who would come in and replace Wendy? Do you think? Do you reckon Bailey will be fit enough to to come in Ooh. and perhaps play there? Yeah, it's a tough one. That uh, I, I'm interested to see what formation he goes with and whether he picks yeah. two up front or one. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he goes with one, and maybe it's Ollie Watkins just for his movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the press, yeah, the, the the press he can put on as well. Yeah, not sure. Maybe, maybe he'd put. Maybe he'll stick with Ashley Young. You know, uh, in in centre mid, bit of experience. Um, if Bailey's back, he can stick Bailey out on the front left or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. If I was to guess, I'd say he'll go with Ramsey, McGinn, Douglas, um, and maybe Young going in where Buendia was on the yeah. right. Um, yeah. If Tricky Tri- <laughs> Ashley, fit... Ashley, Ashley Young's been literally everywhere, hasn't he, for us? What? Incredible. I mean, he's like, yeah. He, he's... He's, he, looks, he looks like fitter now than he did when he signed for us in, what was it, 2009 or something? It's absolutely absurd. Incred- incredible shape. Yeah. 37 years old, and I'm just like looking at him going like, what is this man? What? What? Who is this? Like God sent from the heavens? Like I, yeah. I'm sat here with my like, you know, <laughs> opal fruit or starburst opal fruits. <laughs> Do I call them opal fruits? <laughs> that's, that's how out of touch I am. Like when I was saying the other week, <laughs> oh, Barisa on Broad Street. Like, Barisa's been gone. Uh, I ain't got a clue, have I? He's like, yeah, he's like you're living in Groundhog Day. Like <laughs> life hasn't moved on since what? since 1996. We. You're right. We, we're we're like um, we're about four years younger and look about twenty years older. Yeah, um, which is depressing. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's well. You're right. I think he could easily slot in there. Couldn't he? he could slot in anywhere. Stick him in yeah. goal. Sorry, Jed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> he just just trotting out with his little gloves on, making spectacular <laughs> saves. Romelu Lukaku can't believe it. He's got himself those bespoke gloves, which have his like name imprinted on them, and like. <laughs> Like the England flag on it or something. Yeah, Ashley, you're yeah. starting a goal now. You've convinced me. It'll be interesting. You know, you always you always live in hope for some, for a shock result. And and Bradford beating them in the FA Cup a while ago. Yeah. Guess, so, uh, what, what's so... your score prediction? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus, that's a yeah. Um, God, they're so good, aren't they, Chelsea? Now they're probably the strongest Chelsea team since like early Mourinho. I think. Yeah, that's I think amazing. so as well. I agree. Oh God, I, I wouldn't want to say. What do you know? Actually, you tell me. You All tell right. me what you think, and then I might. All right, like, I'm, I'm going four 0 Villa. Easy, easy. <laughs> Young saves a penalty. Ashley Young saves a penalty. Scores from a <laughs> direct from a goal kick. Bounces over the head of poor old Edouard Mendy. Um, <laughs> I I think if I was to be honest, I think maybe three one to Chelsea. I think we've got enough in us to get mm. a goal there. Uh, but I I think you know. I could imagine it being a Lukaku getting a double and yeah. Kai Havertz finishing it off with a nice finish. And it, I know, I know that we don't want to, you know, look at Villa and think that we should ever be going anywhere and thinking the worst because, of course, we shouldn't. We should always be thinking we can go and win. Um, I just think we're in a, a tough spot at the moment. Um, a few things going against us, but, and we just got to work our way through the next month, um, and things will come together because the players yeah. are too good. I'm not. I'm not going to give a score prediction because I, I always want to remain a positive Aston Villa fan. All I'm <laughs> going to say is we don't have Martinez and Concert and Mings are both injury doubts, and I'll leave that there. Um, and we're up against Romelu Lukaku and Kai Havertz. Four 0 Villa, it is then. <laughs> Ashley Young, it's up to you. <laughs> 
Okay, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I've been your host, George Alinsky. See you in two weeks, Frankie. Yeah, see you in two weeks, George. Have a have a great one. Thank you very much. Uh, and it's goodbye from me. So we, we will be back soon uh, to talk over uh, Aston Villa's trip to Stamford Bridge in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, but until then, as always, come on, Super Aston Villa. Thank you.